My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 111 and happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! It is our day, our spooky day, our our national holiday for our spooky (laughs) bitches. I'm assuming most everyone here's favorite holiday. I mean, I'm also partial to Christmas, but not because I believe in (laughs) those things. I just like the cheeriness of it all. But Halloween has a special place in all of our hearts here. And so for Halloween, we've already talked about Halloween and Halloween 2018. So today we are going to continue down the Halloween track and we are going to discuss Halloween 2 from 1981. And we'll probably do that on Halloween every year for as long as this lasts. So <laughs> right. I keep going down John Carpenter's Halloween track. Well, this was a John Carpenter, Deborah Hill, and it did star Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance. And it basically picked up that night. It was this right. just picked up right where Halloween left off. And I actually just watched this for the first time last year. And so I just did it because I was home alone and I wanted to watch something spooky, but not too spooky because again, home alone. And I was like, well, it's a sequel and it's a slasher. So that's not too bad. You know, it's not like spirit. It's a slasher. So it's not going to put me over the edge. So I just watched it for the first time last year. This is really where you get the Michael Myers story. Like we get... Mm -hmm background on michael in the first one where he killed his sister and was sent away but you don't really get a ton that's pretty much all you get other than dr loomis being like he's fucking like (laughs) you need to just kill him like take him out exactly he's not a man like he's he just can't be walking around just kill on sight (laughs) i've been studying him forever and we know that he's just shouldn't be alive anymore so that's where Halloween 2 comes in. Now, from what I understand, you have watched this for a long time, right? Yes. I love this one. I like that it's the continuation of the same night. That's great for me. Yeah. I also like that it wasn't too... I mean, it didn't pick... It's not like it was this, just the year after. There were a couple of years in between. Halloween came out in 78. This came out in 81. So they did mm-hmm. give it a couple years. I'm sure Halloween was kind of a sleeper classic. And I don't mean like it took it years and years and years. Like, but it did. Mm-hmm. It was kind of an indie out of nowhere hit. You have to right. remember. It wasn't like it was this major motion picture that was promoted everywhere. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. It mm-hmm. was a very, from what I remember when we were talking about it. And from what fans understand, it was a very just low budget just kind of they just threw things to get not in a sloppy way but you know right it wasn't like it was this major huge universal production or anything nobody saw this one coming exactly and so when it had its major successes they were like oh yeah keep Mm -hmm. fucking going with michael myers here you know right well they actually originally I mean, to tout John Carpenter, he hates the sequel and the whole Michael Myers story. They originally wanted to do it as more of like an, a Halloween anthology thing, which is why once we get to it, Halloween 3 is so different and Michael Myers is not in it at all. But then, you know, the, the story and the draw of Michael Myers brought everybody back and they stopped the anthology thought. Yeah. You know, I don't dislike that idea of mm-hmm. No, having- I agree. That would have been cool. Yeah, having I I think there was a time and a place like you can have Michael Myers and you can do 
Halloween mm-hmm. anthology films. But unfortunately, the Halloween title was already tied to mm-hmm. Michael Myers. So he couldn't have it both ways, you know? Right. Because that's why we have Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And mm-hmm. it didn't, from what I understand, I have not seen that one yet. But it did not do very well because people were going in expecting Michael. Michael. And they were like, what the fuck? Right. (laughs) What the hell was that? So I do want to watch Halloween 3 because I think I, even though Michael's not in it, it is Mm -hmm. still part of the Halloween family because of John Carpenter's involvement, in my opinion. I would Mm -hmm. like to add it in there. Plus it has the title of Halloween (laughs) 3, but it doesn't have anything to do with Michael. So. We're talking about Halloween too, though. And Jamie Lee Curtis has been in most of the Halloween movies up to a certain point, I believe. Right. Until she was just like, finally, like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Right. I mean, we're not talking about Halloween 3, but my, it popped up in my trivia. She even voiced someone in Halloween 3, even though she's not acting in it. So. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, She's been a part of so many of them. Well, she's like the, not OG, I mean, her mom. You know, but she's our Lori Strode. Final girl, man. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't. The only thing that I will say, and we'll get into the plot, you know, for those of you that haven't seen this film, if you're like me and you really just clung on to the first one because it, you loved it so much, but she didn't, she was in this a lot, obviously, but she didn't have a ton of. She was actually only in this movie for 25 minutes. That's what I was about to say. Like she was Mm -hmm. in it, but she didn't really have a ton of like in the first Mm -hmm. one, she's talking with her friends and you see her develop a lot, like go from being, you know, this girl, this character, and then this haunted prey. And then she comes out Mm -hmm. on the other side. But in this one, she's really just terrified and then hunted for a little while. Yeah. And, Slinking like around the catatonic for a while. Yeah, exactly. She's laid up in this hospital bed for most of it, and then she's kind of limping through the hospital for a little while. But really, you don't get a ton of her, and which is kind of I wouldn't say a shame because they needed to throw in a, or I guess their goal was to throw in a lot of background. They wanted to show more of Doctor Loomis and what he was doing, more of the hospital side. They even throw the state part of it, so. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on and also more of Michael walking around the town and coming back to find Lori. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And what he did the rest of the night, what he did after he left and got up from being shot six times. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, but it is the same night. It's Halloween. So it does start. Literally he is shot and falls off the balcony. So, Mm -hmm. He gets up and he is basically trying to recover from being shot six times. And he goes into this house and he steals a kitchen knife from an elderly couple. And you think he's going to whack him, but he don't. (laughs) Which is actually surprising. But he Mm -hmm. also just got shot six times. So, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to skip this one. Right. Even though that would have been an easy kill. Right. But also we are now... And more of the Michael Myers story where he is mostly just going after Lori and people that get in his way to get to Lori. These people didn't get in his way. True. They provided him with his kill weapon. So Mm -hmm. really, he's like, all right, thanks, man. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 
Who makes the bologna sandwich with a chef's knife? I'm just right? saying. <laughs> I mean, conveniently for a serial killer, this woman. But I was like, Jesus Maybe Christ. Maybe every other knife was dirty to put the mayonnaise on or whatever. Maybe. But <laughs> I have had so many run-ins with knives. I use a butter knife like at like any opportunity I get. I will use <laughs> the dullest knife I have. Right. And she's like, no, the sharpest, longest knife I have yes. for this mayonnaise on this white bread. <laughs> And she she sees that there's blood on her cutting board and, you know, Michael has taken it. Now, the story of Michael Myers is breaking in Haddonfield and surrounding cities. So everyone knows this crazy person's on the loose. And it always baffles me. I guess not baffles me, but it's always so weird to think that Michael Myers is only 21 years old. I know, right? Like, they say that a couple times in this film. And you know that because you can do the math. So he's, what, six when he kills. And then it's, like, mm-hmm. they're talking about, like, 15 years later. And you're, like, 21 years old. Like, that is insane. Because being here and, you know, I turn 28 tomorrow. <laughs> it's, like, holy shit. And he's so tall. And he just seems like he would be somebody that would be, I guess, almost, like, ageless, you know? but. Mm-hmm. Also, behind the mask, we get to imagine anything. So he is ageless. Exactly. Because he seems so, I guess, I don't want to say spiritual in nature, but just like so monstrous. He's the boogeyman. Yeah, he's He's the boogeyman. 21 year old kid. Exactly. It's just like Freddy Krueger. You don't expect to see Freddy Krueger age. Like he's some ghost in a dreamland. He's the same age. Well, same thing for Michael Myers and us. Well, and yeah, same and same thing with Jason and like all of them. You don't yeah. imagine them as having ages and exactly. You know, it's just weird that they're like, hey, "He's twenty one." <laughs> what? <laughs> Ew. And so he's really not that much older than Lori. You know, no. what is she like? She's got to be sixteen, seventeen. She's a senior, I think. So yeah, 17. you can see it. They actually show a scene of Lori going to visit Michael in the hospital when they were younger, and I don't know, Lori's ten, eleven, twelve, somewhere around there. And he only looks a couple years older than her. It's real creepy. Yeah, so she's got to be like 17 years old, something. I always pictured her as like this was her senior year. So that's still like 17, 18. Right. So, yeah, that's just weird to think about. And plus, he's like so tall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I don't think, let me make sure I'm not incorrect. I don't think that the shape came back for this one, like our original shape, Nick Castle. No. No, he didn't, yeah. But he did for the 2018 one, which was cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it matters that much, but I just love him. Because <laughs> he's just our original shape, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But. So she is being taken to the hospital after this big ordeal while Michael is slinking around town. Now he has his knife back. And he, she is begging not to be put under. And she's taken to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. And Dr. Loomis is continuing to look for Michael just around town. And I know this is a really small town, but man, they have a hard time finding somebody. Right. I mean, I suppose that makes sense if he's hiding in like houses and stuff, but he's not. Mm -hmm. He's hiding just in the public, you know? Well, it doesn't help that they're like, okay, he has this very specific mask. And then you look out on the streets and, oh, my God, there's a dude with that specific mask. Oh, hey, there's two others. Ben Tramer. Yeah. Rip. Rest in peace, Ben Tramer. And Lori's never going to get him now. 
Nope. Nope. I don't think she cares anymore, though. At this, <laughs> she's like, I don't give a fuck about right. no man's anymore. <laughs> also, really quick while we're talking about him, my only piece of trivia is that Ben Tramer is named after John Carpenter's friend, Bennett Tramer. So, real, real person. That's cool. I would do that shit if I was writing a movie. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I would put in name. Oh, if I was killing someone, names <laughs> of my enemies. Like, Ooh, you're yes. gonna die. I, <laughs> I love that. I really only had one bully, and funny little background. She's tried to like be super nice to me. <laughs> like she had a kid, which is I don't really care, but that's not the point of the story. Yeah, she had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> And we're almost that 30 <laughs> i know but her kid was having like problems that like are like relevant to my profession and she was like hey like could you help me i have some questions and then she like asked me all these things and i was like uh-huh yeah now you want my help mm-hmm. wow and did you help her I told her to look up her insurance and find a provider. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Generic answer. I like that. Yeah. She was like, this is my insurance. Like, what do I do? And like, I very well could have like looked it up for her, but I was like, that is not my job. Exactly. Yeah. Don't you help her. You're bully. That's fucked up. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't really care if she's changed because she never apologized. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Anyways, but I would definitely write in my bullies you're gonna die in this one right (laughs) i would also beg not to be put to sleep because like i would just assume that i would not wake up from that you know like but i also wouldn't want any painful things so i I don't know that would be hard because i know this doesn't need to be like a philosophical discussion but it's like one (laughs) if you medically knock me out and he kills me i'll never know and i just won't ever wake up right exactly who i won't have my wits about me if he does come to run so like i see the conflict here (laughs) i'm i've always been and if you've listened long enough you know i'm one of those people where if there's ever like an apocalypse i'm gonna be like knock me the fuck out out. i do not want to live through this and so like when johnson and johnson their vaccine started causing this mysterious illness i was like zombies i'm out you know (laughs) right i don't want to i don't want to be here for that but also if there was a killer chasing me at least you know the danger and like I, I don't know like I feel like you could get away from Michael Myers and so I need to be given that opportunity that's true and if you knock me out I can't go anywhere and I can't do anything so if you know he's coming after you and he knows where you're going like obviously if you're taken away in an ambulance in a small town there's one fucking place right. to go <laughs> exactly. get me the fuck out you know she's pretty banged up though she fell down some stairs like yeah <laughs> it's not like she can walk very well unfortunately but they do knock her out because patient consent isn't a thing, apparently, in the 80s. Right. Well, in 1978, technically, is when we're still we're still in 1978. Even though the doctor's drunk also, like... I mean, different day and age, maybe. I, 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 That's probably still happening. You know, Jesus, I can't... That, yeah... And like, uh, he's drunk. I think he went to his country club. What do they say? Like his club or something? Because he went to a Halloween party, but he's mm-hmm. still the on-call doctor. I'm like, y'all have one doctor in this town? One. For a whole hospital. A whole damn, like, memorial hospital. Right. And also, where did, like, memorial hospital come from? It's kind of fucked up. 
We just do that. Memorial of all the dead people. Is that a thing? Do I just not know something? <laughs> I don't know. I've never really thought of that, I guess. I don't like it. Moving on. <laughs> Somebody's like, that's not why it's called that. But if you don't know, it's kind of fucked up. Anyways. So she's at this hospital and so the is he the paramedic? He really likes her. And somebody's telling him, like, don't get involved with the patients. And it's like, also, like, I completely, it it's a sweet sentiment. And he's like, I'm not going to let anybody hurt you. But also, she's very traumatized and also Mm -hmm. very drugged up. Maybe don't hit on her. Just leave her alone. (laughs) Right. That that poor girl. Maybe just be her friend and listen. Also, though, if you want to guard her, totally doable. Because maybe in, like, a year or two, you can be like, I guarded your door the whole time. Right? This but is not right end, now, dude. Not the second. Yeah, not. Don't do it right <laughs> Just now. Just because she's laying in a bed doesn't mean she's ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, at least he's not coming on too strong. But like, mm-hmm. like I would be like, I just almost got murdered. <laughs> right. Fuck off. Like by my brother that she finds out in a moment. Like it gets worse tonight. Yeah. 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 It also gets worse because, well, they think that they kill Michael because they see him in a mask. But also, if you just look at the body type of this scrawny ass kid, it's clearly not Michael. Right? They're like, it's him. Hit him with a car. (laughs) No, no. And he not only just gets hit by a car, he fucking bursts into flames. He gets pinned into another car. Oh my god, that is a terrible fucking way to go. And you're just fucking out trick or treating. Wow. And also, no hate. Ben Tramer, you're a senior in high school, and you went, <laughs> you left the party, and you're like, I'm gonna go trick or treat. <laughs> He's such a nerd. <laughs> he would have been perfect for Lori. Too bad. That's true. They could have carved pumpkins with the children they were yeah. babysitting together. Exactly. Somebody you write a fan fiction about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know his parents sued that fucking town, though. God damn. Oh, I would have. Because oh wasn't he hit by like an ambulance or something? He was hit by the police. Oh, that's right. A police right. car fucking hit him into a van. That seems like a police thing to do. Right? <laughs> They're like, about. get him. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get him? We can't use guns. He got up from that into a car. No verification of identity at all. <laughs> right, exactly. Kill first, ask Not questions later. A, hey, you, and see if he even moves or looks at you at all. No. Hey, hey you there. Like, to, no, <laughs> none of that. <sighs> Just fucking whacked Ben Tramer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. So they only find out because they don't even like they try to get his they're like oh we can only find out now because of the dental records but they don't even like do that (laughs) it's because like somebody mentions like where he was and then also like mentions something about his age and like yeah yeah, just it it's like an arbitrary thing yeah bennett tramer never came back and he was wearing this weird mask and which is so weird why do they comment on the mask he's wearing it's halloween (laughs) everyone's wearing masks well for for doctor for (laughs) dr loomis to go we had mask (laughs) oh my god we killed him we killed him tramer he's still out there (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah for dr loomis to 
to realize that the monster is still out there. This is also around the time when the poor sheriff learns that Annie was one of the bodies because we haven't closed that chapter yeah. of the night yet. So we still have all of these loose ends of all the other teenagers that were killed in Halloween. So yeah, the so sheriff. We don't, we don't have him for very long. Yeah. The sheriff finds out that Annie, which is his daughter, is killed. And he says, I have to go tell my wife before the media does. And you're like, oh. Mm hmm. Yeah, and that's that's sad because like imagine like you still have like you have like the worst event in your town's history you're the sheriff and then you find out your fucking daughter's dead mm-hmm. yeah that is a shit night yeah yeah it's i would terrible. never celebrate halloween ever again I mean, how can you? No, even if you love Halloween, it's like, yeah, that mm-hmm. just symbolizes the death of every single one of my friends. The guy I liked, my brother trying mm-hmm. to murder me, right. year, like literally lifelong trauma. I get literally, I cannot. I'm just gonna <laughs> sleep through that entire day. Right, just longingly look at bats and pumpkins in the window. Like that <laughs> symbolizes literal death, not not just like the fun kind. Like right. actual, like coffins as decorations, like actual death. Ugh. So now we have Deputy in charge <laughs> to help Loomis. I know this doesn't have anything to do with Scream at all, but like Dewey's just kind of ruined Deputy's helping <laughs> right. for me because they just never seem to. You're get just it like, right. Deputy equals dumb and gonna fuck it up. Okay, got it. Which is all deputies now in horror <laughs> movies. So at the hospital, paramedic Jimmy, I I hate this because like a lot of the things are like begins to fall in love with Lori. And it's like, how he picked her up from almost being killed, drove her to the hospital. And now he's like, Ooh, she's pretty. And it's like, Oh my God. She hasn't even really talked to him yet. Simpleton. She, Uh, okay. It's because of the damsel in distress. Like, right. Thing that movies have. Pretty need help. Must help. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Must protect. Exactly. Me, big male. She, small female. Must protect. You know. (laughs) Right. No, what she needs is sleep. Back up. (laughs) Actually, she needs to be carried like eighteen states away, and to never like. That's fucking true. Yeah, like somebody take her in a car, carry her away. And where he can never find her again, which is what we talked about in Halloween 2018. It's like, move, get away. Like you could have, I know that you just want him dead, but also you could have had a much different life, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, but no. Okay. So. Michael figures out where Lori's going because the news won't shut the fuck up. Right. They ruin everything. They don't. Journalists are whatever. But running their big fat mouths. And so he goes to he there's I think there's literally a shot of him like turning around to go to the hospital because he hears something. And so he shows up and he's like, phone lines cut. Security dead. Like (laughs) (laughs) I got a cars not operable so (laughs) not not making anything work here so he's gonna just now be creepy and wander the halls so he kills the security guards whacks the doctor and the nurses to get in his way now we have a scene here where there's like this physical therapy hot tub 
mm-hmm. right? And I just have to say, this nurse, she <sighs> is terrible. She is just wants to get naked in a hot tub with one of the paramedics. Somebody could die. Mm-hmm. Somebody could literally have a stroke or a heart attack or have an allergic reaction to their medication, Lori, or something. <laughs> right. And she's just flopping around in a hot tub and not caring. But mm. but she would like to have sex in a hot tub. I mean, same. But we can't <laughs> all have what we want. <laughs> right. Especially on the clock. Yeah, time and a place, bitch. Come yeah. on off hours. Exactly. But no. She, but she, I mean, she gets, well, I wouldn't say what's coming to her because like she just deserves to be fired, but yeah, yeah, that also looks incredibly painful, but so she says the hot tub's getting too hot because Michael's over there just like raising the temperature <laughs> to like hellfire boiling lava. And so she tells her man, she's like, it's too hot. And so, and she's like, it'll get very cold in here. And he's like, oh, you're going to you gonna be a bitch about it. <laughs> it's like, so he goes to turn the temperature down. Michael kills him. And you kind of see the silhouette of that happening through the glass. Like it's all steamy and whatnot, which is like a pretty cool shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And this then is the best kill of the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty good. It's pretty, it's pretty mm-hmm. gnarly, but yeah. it's very hot. <laughs> get it get it so he walks in and she's like facing it's kind of like a I wouldn't say a direct like callback but it's like you know in the first one when she's like looking at him being all ghosty and doesn't know that it's him and trying to be all sexy but in this one he <laughs> comes up behind her and she's still sitting in the hot tub and we got a tit shot and she you know, is talking to Michael, but she thinks it's her boyfriend and he's like grabbing her shoulder and whatnot. And then she gets out and then he just starts like, he turned the heat way back up and just start dunking her face in to drown her. But her (laughs) skin's also boiling off. So for sure. And in uh, real life, she got an ear infection from this scene, which sucks. Oh, I bet she got swimmer's ear, but Mm. When I was growing up, we had to put drops in our ear every time we got out of the pool to avoid swimmer's ear. They didn't have those drops, I guess. I cannot swim, so I do not know what you're talking about. So, yeah, yeah. So when you swim for a long time, they have these drops that you can put in your ears because that water gets all up in your ear canal. And you can put these drops in that help to prevent ear infections from swimming. Hmm, Okay. Which they must not have given her or had <laughs> then. Because <laughs> the, that fucking sucks. Getting yeah. like swimmer's ear, it hurts like a motherfucker. So, yeah, we tried to avoid that at all costs. So, if she got waterlogged in her ears, that hurts super bad. Eesh, so. I bet. Also, that's got to be... Imagine all the water you get up your nose from not being ready to go under like that. Like, right. Oh, God. That's got to hurt so bad. Lori also she's gone to sleep and we have this dream sequence which I know why it was there but the 80s does this thing it reminded (laughs) me of Nightmare on Elm Street kind of Mm -hmm, like with the bright lights and 
she has this dream about her mom telling her that she's not her mom. I thought yeah, that was which, so mean. I agree, right? She's like, it, it almost looks like Lori was pestering her. And she's like, I tried to tell you I'm not your real mother. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And they're just like hanging laundry. It's not a conversation of, yeah, you were adopted or anything like that. Yeah, I did not like that at all. Mm-hmm. I thought, because they tell you later in a different way that, Lori was adopted by the Strodes and I thought that was completely sufficient because it doesn't ever say anything about Lori having a shitty childhood or a bad mother Mm -hmm. like I just didn't think it was necessary because Lori's already been in enough pain and suffering as it is Mm -hmm. I didn't really like that at all personally it didn't really you know it's one really small scene of this dream that she's having but I just didn't really All right. It didn't like add it. anything and it almost took away a little bit. Yeah, 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 exactly. I was like, oh, well, fucking, like, Jesus Christ. And also, mm-hmm. why would you adopt a kid? Because you have to go through, even back then, like, lots right. of court shit to get a kid and then be like, I'm not your mom. Like, Jesus Christ. Right, exactly. But she does. And that's when you get, like, your first, like, huh, okay, well, that's weird. What what do you mean? You're not her mom. Well, okay. <laughs> so, right. so you get this this dream sequence, and then you kind of move on. She wakes up from this sedation that she was basically in, and she's like, "I'm out. I'm out. I'm gonna get up. <laughs> I don't want to fucking be here anymore. I'm gonna break out of this place." Yeah, and so then all, all these people have to fucking find her. Right. Well, it's also added to the fact that in the background, we've seen things like she now knows that the phones are fucking up and shit like that. So she kind of knows Michael is coming for her. Yeah. And like she's known because she's been like, I don't want to fucking be sedated. Like, yeah, don't, don't exactly. Fucking, don't put me out, please. So I don't blame her. I wouldn't right. want to be put out either. So she starts trying to slink around the hospital one trying to get out two, just trying to hide and be stealthy. And they also, now they're trying to hide her or find, not hide her, find her. And when I say them, the paramedic and one of the nurses, right? One of the nurses, like, I know that they don't really know that Michael's coming for her, but I mean, I don't know if I would be like, uh, that's hard because I've, as a horror movie I'd be, person, I'd be like, yeah, I, I may be a little stealthier than that. Like assume a killer is coming, but you do mm-hmm. hear on the news that he's still at large. Like, right. Exactly. But I guess maybe in a hospital you feel safe because like you think you have security and phones and all that and you don't know they're all dead, but maybe just like, I don't know. I don't know. Even I think. Just being on the night shift in a hospital is terrifying to me. I don't think I would just wander through all bravely. It makes me think of The Exorcist 3, too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. But, and also, like, it's just, uh, I know this is a super small town hospital. It's just weird to see these hospitals so, like, because usually even night shift hospitals you see are so That's- busy was actually something that they commented on in the trivia that I was reading and what they basically mentioned was the fact that they're forgetting that it doesn't it's not hospital it's the Haddonfield Memorial Clinic so this is a small yeah. local place where they may not actually have a lot of people there 
that's true it just looks like it's so uh it's big yeah yeah it is big yeah that's true it does say they do say clinic that mm-hmm. that's fair but they do be having like scalpels and shit so what are they doing with <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it does look like they have a lot of rooms that look like they could do surgery so it's like mm-hmm. i guess i don't know well, I mean, that kid came in with, we assume, uh, something messed up with his tooth. Lori comes in. Who knows what kind of surgery she may need from everything that happened with Michael. We see there's a baby ward. So, obviously, you know, local women are coming in to have babies, may need scalpels there. Like, we we do do things there, maybe just not, like, open-heart surgery or something like that. I don't know. Well, it's a mini hospital, essentially. Right. Yeah. Maybe there's... a. Uh... A little marker that you have to get to be called a hospital and this one didn't make the cut <laughs> probably all- the drunk doctor that's probably <laughs> what didn't make the cut i think it's also a day and age thing like even colorado springs when my mom was growing up in this like 70s 80s time frame my aunt was one of the nurses quote unquote on call in a hospital probably about that size and it was pretty vacant too because colorado springs was still up and coming yeah, that's true. And I'm sure Haddonfield was never mm-hmm. nearly as big as Colorado Springs right, was. exactly. It's just also so dark. Mm-hmm. Get some lights. <laughs> and then we have Dr. Loomis still looking for Michael. And they figure out that he's, like, broken into a school. Roten. Roten. What Roten. the fuck kind of Roten? <laughs> he wrote an old ancient word for Halloween on the board. <laughs> Which is interesting because I only knew that because of the Halloween episode that we did. So we educated you. (laughs) And I educated myself. So got that going for me. So while they're in the school that they think he's broken into, he gets an order from the governor to basically like back the fuck off because they don't want any more information getting out, which is so political. Right. And so they have a marshal waiting out there for him to basically leave quietly. Why would you take the most educated person on Michael Myers off the Michael Myers hunt? That's so stupid. Like Because politics, bureaucracy. I know. Meh, 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 meh. Meh, 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 meh. Right. The woman that tells him she has to go, they get in the car and tells him, her name is Marion, tells Loomis that there was a file that he never got to see of Michael. And he's like, I've seen everything. I've been his doctor for 15 years. And they're like, there was one file that the state closed and hid away on purpose. And then that's when you find out that Lori is Michael's sister. So now I, I know that that's what they needed to say to get the whole Lori is his sister plot point in there. But why the fuck wouldn't he see that one file? He would totally have seen that file. Calm down. I also agree because it's not that important. Mm-hmm. Like, and might actually be important to him. Like, if he's killing his fucking siblings, then you kind of need to know who his sibling is. Well, I, I don't mean it's not that important. I just mean, like, in the grand scheme of everything else related to him, right. like, it's just kind of a drop in the bucket at that point. Right. I mean, everything that he has seen and done, like, they need to, they were, like, trying to protect her or whatever. Do you think that Dr. Loomis is going to be like, and Michael already knows about his sister because exactly. she went there. So who are you trying to hide it from? Exactly. Exactly. You, Loomis didn't know about her visit to go see him was not it was not ironed out 
And I get why John Carpenter doesn't like this. After reading my trivia, he kind of, he couldn't figure out a way to get through the story. So freaking Star Wars and Luke, I am your father is out while he's trying to feel, figure out the script. So that's why he threw it in there. So I get why he's upset now. I don't think it's a bad plot point. I think maybe he did need to iron it out more though. Yeah. And you know, I think that they were trying to dive a deeper story from Michael Myers. And I mm-hmm. talked about this when we did, I think, the original Halloween episode. But definitely we talked about this in Halloween 2018. I personally don't really need it. I like the standalone Michael Myers doesn't have a rhyme or a reason. He just is. Lori needs to be killed because she was unfinished business and he's mad mm-hmm. that she got away. I don't really particularly like the sister plot point. I just think it was kind of thrown in. This movie honestly doesn't really do much for me. So <laughs> it's okay. Like, and maybe it's because I didn't watch it when I was a kid. Like I like Michael Myers going around killing stuff. Mm-hmm. This had too much story for me to be perfectly honest. So, but I, I don't dislike it at all. Like I haven't said a bad thing about it to this up to this point, And there's a mm-hmm. reason like, but that's what I agree with you there though, because I was just like the, why didn't he see this file though? Like mm-hmm. that, that's, that's, I just, and I think that you're right with John Carpenter. That was just something that was, you know, I feel like he feels he's a better storyteller than that. Mm-hmm. Now I could argue with some things I've seen from him <laughs> recently, but Everybody has their things. Right. You know, but when Loomis finds that out, he's like, well, then y'all should know where he's fucking going. He's going to the hospital to get his sister. And so he puts the marshal up at gunpoint and tells him to turn around. And it's like, oh, you're going to jail now. But <laughs> he don't give up. He, he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Which is super respectable. All he cares about is getting Michael out of this town. Yeah. Loomis is a badass. He is. He is. Yeah. Which is why it was so frustrating in Halloween 2018 when Michael's new doctor was such right. A oh, you're the new character. Loomis. No, you're no. fucking not because our Loomis will blow himself up along with Michael to get rid of him. Your Loomis wanted to be him. Yeah, he is terrible. Yeah. Like I did not like that character. I would have preferred like a doctor that just got killed very quickly mm-hmm. than what the fuck ever that was. But we already talked about that. But yeah. Loomis is awesome. So they go back to the hospital and they do find the nurses. The nurse finds Lori and she's like, Lori. And then Michael's right behind her. She basically just sounded the alarm to Michael. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, bitch, here she is. (laughs) And in the meantime, the paramedic that loves Lori has stumbled upon a body and like, he's like, Oh shit. And then you see him just slipping on blood that he just didn't notice all over the floor. And he's like, knock the fuck out. I feel like you could smell that. Right. Well, blood's supposed to like in that amount. I've yeah. actually read this from like crime scene investigators. It smell. it doesn't smell bad, but it smells like iron. Yeah, exactly. Right. So yeah, dude, stop just wandering around in a dark room. Maybe hospitals just smell Weird. that's true i guess but yeah like i don't know I, I also feel like that would be some sort of smell mm-hmm. i don't know but he's knocked out Lori for currently for a little bit here Lori sees michael kill the nurse and he kills her stabs her with a scalpel and picks her up with that scalpel like yeah geez yeah that's gotta be so painful until you're dead like jesus right 
I, I would hope it went into the spine in some way that just like knocked out all of her nerves. But yeah, I ugh. definitely don't want to be killed by a slasher because goodness, like they're fun to watch, but I don't want I don't volunteer. They enjoy <laughs> inflicting pain. Yeah. So now Lori is back to running for her life again. Like she knew it was coming, but still right. when you actually have to do it, it's like, man. Right. Especially <laughs> with the fucked up foot and all this shit. She's just hobbling for her life. Really? She's not running from anything, but she's <laughs> right. hobbling for her life, you know? So she's running from Michael and she does end up making it out of the hospital and she gets to a vehicle. But now we know the vehicles are not really going to do anything for her mm-hmm. because he has made sure of that she's not getting away and imagine being in his head being like yeah you can run bitch but you ain't going nowhere like right. you're all not gonna sh- get anywhere all the setup he did when before he even got into the hospital like get taking all the cars out and stuff where she can't go yeah yeah and the fact that he i love the fact that he just never runs he doesn't have to ever that's the scary part of him because right now she's hobbling he could easily get her so just walk at an even slower pace and scare the fuck out of her i'll get to her he doesn't have to yeah he doesn't fucking have to run he's just like i'm i'm coming like Mm -hmm. you can hobble from me all you want but i'll get to you they should like i'm fine i'm chilling you're just making it i'm just i don't have to even huff and puff like it's fine right he's just enjoying the show yep this is just the chase for me baby Mm -hmm. So she goes to Jimmy's car and Jimmy wakes up and he goes out of the hospital as well. And he gets in the car with Lori and t- tries to drive away, but he fucking passes out again on the steering wheel horn. So mm-hmm. Michael's like, Oh, there you are. <laughs> so, and then, but Loomis and Marion, which is the woman and Marshall get to the clinic just in time to save Lori. So they go inside the hospital and they lock the door and Lori is still outside and she sees Michael and she runs to the door. And this is a good tension building scene. You know that he's not going to get to her, but still like he is right behind her and she's banging on the clinic door and he is almost there when they unlock it and lock him out. Mm-hmm. And she just barely makes it inside. But even before then, she sees them walking inside and she's crawling out of the car and she's like, help help and i get that she's fucked up and she's our girl but scream a little louder come on yeah she doesn't quite she hasn't really talked this entire yeah. film she no dialogue at all except for like a few words exchanged with the paramedic and the doctors that's yeah pretty much it she's like help me mm-hmm. and then she's like and it's like well bitch they're inside now it's exactly where was that a second ago yeah, exactly. And it's also like yeah, when your life is at stake, you got to find it somewhere because right? he already knows where you are. So you might as well just fucking scream bloody murder. And you're hobbling. You're crawling on the ground. Literally, all you have at this point is your scream to get them to help you find it. Yeah, you got to muster it from somewhere. And clearly <laughs> you have it because. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Feel sorry for her, though, because, mm-hmm. you know. She hasn't screamed for like at least an hour and a half, two hours, three hours. <laughs> I don't know how long it's been at this point. Right. So when they go inside the hospital, Michael's just standing at the door and he just like busts through the glass. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 
and my girl yeah so yeah and then he he gets shot six more times so that's a total of 12 12 gunshots and he falls down again but then the marshal's like is he dead he's got to be dead he's not breathing and Loomis is like, nah, you should back up. He's he, he's not human. <laughs> right. Like he's there. He, there's something about him where he just does not die. And Marshall's like, nah, he's got to be dead. That's like twelve gunshots, bro. Twelve, <laughs> like twelve of them. Twelve ain't nothing. Twelve is that. This is Michael Myers' numbers. Yeah. Like you're gonna have to shoot this motherfucker. You're gonna have to chop his fucking head off. Which I don't know why nobody's done that yet. Like, come right? on remove it from his body but he wakes up and kills the marshal while marion's trying to call the police but you know ain't ain't no line to do that (laughs) yeah so michael is chasing loomis and Lori into an operating room which is why it just it looks like a hospital this is definitely an operating room no no i i get you and they definitely have a lot of setup like yeah yeah my god right and Loomis gets stabbed in the stomach with a scalpel and you're like, oh, no, not Loomis. But Lori does pretty well because mm-hmm. she blinds, she like shoots him in the eyes with the marshal's gun because she, Loomis gave Lori a gun before Michael was able to actually break in. And she was like, no, 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 bitch. I'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. Give me that fucking gun. Right. She's a good ass shot, man. She is. Yeah. Takes both of his eyes out. Yeah, and Michael's just like staggering around and, you know, whipping his scalpel around and you just hear this over and over Uh like that sound over and over. And he's just trying to find them. And Loomis and Lori fill the room with gas and then Lori runs out and Loomis fucking blows it sky high. And Michael is just burning. So, Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the next morning, Lori is going to another hospital. <laughs> Fucking bet. Yeah. She's like, I'm just never going to. I'm just going to be going from hospital to hospital, whether it be mental or physical, for the right. rest of my goddamned life. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, basically. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. And Loomis is assumed dead. Right. So, you know. We'll just assume that until we are approved <laughs> otherwise. If we are, you know, if you, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so that is pretty much the plot. It's pretty much all in this hospital. Like there are some scenes <laughs> where he's headed to the hospital and we are in cars and Loomis is going around trying to find him. But most of the screen time is within this clinic or hospital with Lori and Michael and these other auxiliary characters and kills. Now, the first one, superior to everything, period, period. Mm -hmm. This one had some good kills. I'm just going to real quick, and we'll get into some trivia, but if you do you have any trivia? I actually don't. I already gave away my only piece. Great. Well, you know, I I liked the kills. It's a little, in my opinion, slower than the first one. No, it is. Yeah. You definitely don't get into the characters quite as much. Even Lori, like I didn't. Even though she's literally the same character that you're like rooting and screaming for in the first one, for whatever reason, I didn't care quite as much about her in this one because well, she doesn't talk at all. You don't get in her world at all. Exactly. I feel like even if you watched Halloween and then Halloween 2 back to back, no time in between, you would still kind of be like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're just very different feeling movies, even though they pick right up on each other. 
And I feel like that just has to do with the fact that one was Halloween and this one is it's just a sequel. It, it's just a sequel mm-hmm. and it's fine. There were some plot points that like I didn't, I really am apathetic about the sister part. If it, I honestly would probably like it more if it didn't exist, but I really don't care that it exists either way. Like I just like that Michael Myers can be so scary without it personally, but mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck about it either way. I do understand why, people like it and they don't like it so it doesn't really matter to me personally Mm -hmm. and so I just feel this is a flatter movie but I definitely either way just like watching Michael Myers I think Mm -hmm. he is a very commanding killer he's Mm -hmm. definitely my favorite slasher like agreed no Jason Freddy Leatherface even like I love Scream doesn't really touch Michael Myers for me because he's just so scary. Mm-hmm. So he's the boogeyman, exactly. So I now I haven't gotten into the later Halloween films, so I even feel like a bad Halloween film though. He would still be fun to watch. So when we get there, we'll get there, and I'll talk about that and see how I feel. But I feel like I would still even enjoy watching him kill so Mm -hmm. you know i hope i'm not jumping too far ahead but this one's probably and this is like you know this can kind of go on the the weak side or the strong side but this is probably like a three three and a half for me but like on the stronger side Mm -hmm. no i agree i love that it's a continuation of the same night i love the hospital setting that's something I feel like they don't do a lot in horror. Like, they'll do snippets of in a hospital. But I feel like they don't do movies where the whole thing is in the hospital. And I think I kind of liked that about it. But, yeah, still probably only a three. Yeah, and that's, like, you know, no shade to anyone. Just it's hard to follow up such a masterpiece no matter what you Mm do. And when you follow a five with a, eh, it was fine, you're going to get, like, a three, (laughs) unfortunately, (laughs) you know. I can't, you know, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head where the sequel was just like, oh, my fucking God, that was so good. That Mm -hmm. was just as good as the original as far as like slashers go. Really? So, you know, Scream was pretty good, but it wasn't. It still wasn't as good as the original. So, you know, it just it be what it be. (laughs) Well, we hope you have a wonderful pandemic Halloween. I have no idea what it's going to be like tonight with the trick-or-treaters or or anything. So I'm just going to, I put together little bags and I'm going to put them out front and I don't want to interact, but you know, (laughs) they can come get their little bags and that'll be that, but stay safe. You know, don't drink and drive. Actually, you really shouldn't be interacting. Uh, Colorado just actually went back a phase this month. We can't have gatherings of more than 10 or more than two households because the numbers have spiked again. So we hope you're staying well staying healthy and we hope you have a wonderful halloween watch all the spooky movies <laughs> and and i hope you had a great spooky season in general happy halloween you guys and we have finished spooky week but we are going to be back with you tomorrow for amanda's birthday movie <gasps> Yay! and for that we have an adventure too weird for words until then stay creepy